Welcome to Black Men Stack Your Paper, the podcast. Today, I want to share some wisdom and some knowledge that I've been picking up from the stock market, geopolitical events, as well as both macro and micro economic events. And hopefully, this inspires you to do your thorough research so that you can make the right plays with your money and be that first generation of old money that we need so badly as a community of black men. Now, I want to start this episode with black men out there that try to make a million on the stock market. And this is important to me before I get into the news. I'm just going to make this short and sweet. We can only hope to beat inflation and interest rates. So right now that's 6%. If we're doing more than 6%, studies have shown that we will underperform. Studies have shown that people that gamble on the stock market that try to create life-changing wealth on the stock market generally underperform overwhelmingly. I want to just put that out there and say good luck. If you still have dreams, and you got to excuse the background noise, this is my daughter, she's one years old. If you still have dreams of being a millionaire off the, off the stock market, Go right ahead, but I thought I should warn a lot of you out there that this is not a get-rich-quick scheme for 99.99999% of us. The second thing I want to talk about is the fiduciary responsibilities of companies during Pride Month. Now, there's a thing that's been going around since Donald Trump called Woke, and I'm not here to debate what that means or if it's helpful or if it is even doing anything for the black community. All I will tell companies out there is that when you decide the events for the year, you need to strongly consider if what you are doing is going to kill your stock price. Is it going to kill the price of your stock? That's all I ask. And I know I'm talking to black men right now, but I think you should be outraged with this as well. These companies should consider our money. We are putting money into the company. And in response, they owe us some kind of balanced decision as to whether or not they'll do something with a drag queen or et cetera. That's all I'm asking. Let's get into affirmative action. So the Supreme Court, I think it was yesterday, of the United States banned affirmative action in, in college admissions. I thought that was it's just long overdue. And then today, the Supreme Court shot down student loan forgiveness. I think all of this is fitting and it's fair. I have student loans and I have quite a bit. My wife has doubled <laughs> double the student loans that I do. But I do believe that is it is incumbent on a man to figure it out. It makes you stronger when you have to develop a budget to pay back what you owe. And it's it's better for people in general. And as black men, we don't want handouts. That is not what you want. So I love the decision, although it's going to cause me a little bit more hardship. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that affects the economy. Next thing that I want to talk about is there are predictions from top level analysts that the S&P may be down 10 percent by the end of the year. That is alarming to me because 
a lot of my money is into blue chips and I am used to seeing blue chips take off, which we'll talk about in a minute. That being down 10% would pretty much wipe out all my gains. Um, so it is said that there is a trigger that will identify <clears throat> the start of either a recession or a downturn or whatever the case. You'll start seeing people take out more credit. You'll start to see sell-offs from big investors. You'll see liquidity drains and and all of the things. So those are things to keep in mind or to look out for as we look at this stock market and try to make sense of this bullshit. In other news, Apple hit $3 trillion today in market cap, which is basically a, a signal that that is the most valuable company in the world. It does not mean that it is the best company to invest in, so don't get it twisted. Yes, Apple is the most valuable company, but their financials, their financial balance sheets aren't what you would want to see in a company. So everyone is calling Apple a buy. I'm calling it a buy, but a careful buy in that um, when the recession hits and they can't pay their bills. I told you first. Now, I'll caveat that because. Apple has been finding a way every single year. So this year probably won't be an exception, but just because the market cap is 3 trillion, that does not make me put it above any other companies. Although I do have a significant amount of money into Apple. Just don't go with the hype automatically. You know, that's just my criticism there. Meta on the other hand, I didn't like what they were doing with Metaverse, but I must say that their financial balance sheet looks very good. So today I made 0.9 on the stock market, which to me right now, if I were to make at least let's just say out of the 52 weeks in the year, if I were to make on average 1%, that would be 50, 52%. And that would be a, a significant boost for my confidence and for my net worth. And so when I was talking earlier in the podcast episode about trying to make a million, hell yeah, I would like to make a million. But, you know, 1% every every week would be phenomenal. Like I've beaten inflation and the interest rates by a ton, by a lot of money. Finally, what I want to talk about ultimately is when we play the stock market or when we do this whole game with macroeconomics or microeconomics, we already talked about the fact that people jump in this thing and try to make a million. And I'm not trying to shit on that cause or say that it is not worthy, but just if you just focus on your 6% and maybe 54%, like getting a return like that, that is that is a win. What you also get is a picture. You're you're repeatedly exposed to what creates a good company and what creates a bad company. And to me, that says don't gamble with penny stocks just because you got a tip. That's asinine. That's insane. Why would I do that when I know how to go into the balance sheet and get the good stuff out and say, hey, this passes all my six checks Now, let me confidently invest in this company. 
why would I do that when I know how to look, how to get into value investing when I can look for a cheaply priced stock that is solid in its balance sheet, that is solid in its valuations. And so, I mean, I don't, I just, that is how I see the game. And that's, that is how I encourage you to see the game because whether or not you make a million, whether or not you make anything on the stock market and whether or not you do anything in general in this field, I would say you're going to learn, you're going to, you're going to be more of a high status, high caliber man, because again, I repeat, you're going to learn what successful businesses look like. You're going to know what confidence looks like. And when somebody, let's just say, for example, you have a gentleman presenting his IPO, you're going to know if he's confident or not. And based on that confidence and how he answers questions, you're going to know, maybe I will take a chance on that IPO or maybe I won't. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please leave me a rating and tell me exactly how it helped you. Next week, I am looking to have a guest on the channel to talk about options. But ultimately, I didn't really get into the news too deep because today was really a boring day. It was really more about the valuation of Apple and student loans and the the affirmative action happened, I think, yesterday. So. Nothing really too big. I made some money today and I'm pretty happy I'm going into the weekend and I am not going to complain. I will see you all next week. Peace.